0: Hello. It's the final countdown.
1: You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. It's the it's the final reference to 2021 we're going to make. Ever wow, on this
0: that's crazy. In our entire lives?
1: Yeah, 2021 is over after this episode.
0: But but we can still refer back to the year though, right? Like we can say no. like, "Oh, remember back in 20 20- we're not okay, doing we, that we're not we doing can.
1: that we're not okay. doing that not uh, at all not ever i mean we're in 2022 now and i actually want to suggest something this is not a bit i do want to okay. suggest a change to the podcast On why don't here. we get why don't we get our talking out in the pre-show like our non-game discussions we have yeah, the yeah, pre-show yeah. we do it anyways we could just get it all out here and then when we're ready we'll play the intro now that being said, it'll be a long-ass pre-show. Like, typically, you know, we talking for, like, 10 minutes.
0: That is true. That is stuff. true.
1: But I think it makes sense because then people could just skip straight to the actual show.
0: I don't know. Will, will people be motivated enough to even try to skip? I remember back in the day, we used to throw timestamps here and there right. every once in a while.
1: Right, right. I mean, let's say this, right? Yeah. No. I was going to say, let's, you know... Let's say at the ten minute mark of our recording, let's just let's just try and wrap up anything so we only have a ten minute. Pre- I think that's fair, actually, or is it not fair?
0: It. I think it is. It is borderline fair, unfair. Because like, what if like you know that one, that last that last week your boy was just bulling. I went over to you know downtown Atlanta, then I went to Athens, then I like mm-hmm. you know did eighteen things. All in one week. And then I I spent nine minutes.
1: Let's let's say this. At the 10-minute mark, we'll take stock of how many stories we got left. And then, you know, we'll say, all right, all right, we got one more story. You know, skip ahead two minutes and you should be at the show. Like We'll take stock at 10 minutes. That being said, we only have eight minutes left.
0: Damn. We're going to have to Uh, restart the whole recording.
1: So, you know this is fine Insight shop i want to tell everybody this is the player player podcast just in case you don't make it to the part where i do the whole rigmarole i'm gonna tell you guys player player podcast we talk about video games but you know we also talk about our lives and have a good time here so that's what we're gonna do man it's 2022 how the hell are you doing you know
0: man i'm uh thriving and surviving I'm i'm gonna let the folks at home no, a little bit of personal insight, a little bit into wow. my personal life. Wow! Uh, this past week, I actually was afflicted with no, COVID nineteen, bro. Not the, not the uh, Omicron, Pot- potentially the Omicron. Last last week's episode, I was suffering. No, nobody it, knew. You were, well, you maybe were sh- y'all knew.
1: You were pulling, you know, you were pulling the. I don't even, I don't even wanna disgrace anybody that's had any sort of like you know illness and fought through it you know the chadwick bozeman i would say rest in peace oh no nah, you can't yeah <laughs> i mean okay. i'm not saying i'm not saying you're chadwick <laughs> Holy we all, shit. Uh, all the listeners at home we all know you're no chadwick you know we don't have to be, right. we don't have to remind it this is all with all due respect to the chadwick you were fighting through something that you weren't telling us
0: Exactly. I understand what you're trying to say. Definitely I'm not uh chadwick in any way, shape, or form. Um right. I was fighting through it a little bit. Had a little bit of a sore throat at the time and a little Sheesh. fever. Sheesh. Um so you know, went struggled through that for a little bit, but I'm I'm back. I think uh don right Leak get hit
1: with the uh nineteen. She was C-19.
0: affected as well, just in a different way. But uh, she did she, test positive. Yes, we both tested Wow. Like at first we tested negative.
1: Yeah, awesome some dirty. We are dirty. dirty
0: fucks. We are pretty dirty individuals. We tested negative though, so we thought that maybe we were like clean. We were like, okay, cool. Then all of a sudden the fever hits. You wake mm. up, I'm shivering. I'm sitting mm. here like, "Dang, what's going on, bro? What's going on with my body? It's got to be this is it." So then we had to get tested again. Then it comes back. We got the we got the vid, the vid 19 no, according to, to 19. uh Kevin Hart, our favorite comedian here on the oh, podcast. Nah. Not my favorite. <laughs> That's your okay, favorite, bro. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that don't be okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're doing better now. Um, just thought I'd give the folks at home a little update in the life of uh of the of the Lockpaw family. So with that being said, did not really did not get to see the the folks this holiday season. Sheesh. Um No folks were seen. Christmas presents are still piled up. We have Dang. not seen uh either of our folks just yet so you know eventually we'll get around to it they'll have a nice little late uh christmas in january you know that's the new trend nowadays with right, COVID that. Going around. right. So, yeah man that's that's been life other than that just been watching tv a little bit you know it's a little, it's a little show i've been watching
1: you No, know, maybe we'll talk about it i'll talk about it now maybe i'll talk about it later we'll see we'll first see first of all I want to say 10 minutes already doesn't seem like enough. We might need to extend true. this to 15 minutes, you know, and I'll, we'll, we'll have to reiterate this uh, a couple episodes saying, hey, or every episode, hey, we're going to talk in 15 minutes, jump 15 minutes ahead and we'll get to the games. But um, let's just see. Let's see where we get right now. Um, so on my side, you know, I got home uh, safe and sound. We I returned to a snowstorm, cars slipping, sliding down the street. Golly. Um, You know, so it was kind of a, it was a mess. It was, it was certainly a mess. Uh, The snow uh, has finally melted. Everything's kind of back to normal. You know, everybody getting COVID. Luckily, as far as I know, I have not conflicted COVID. I have not had any severe symptoms. That's a dub, nice. But I haven't gotten tested recently, so I could have gotten COVID. But luckily, you know, I've only, I stayed in the house. I've only seen Matt. I've only seen Jonathan. They could have COVID. They could not. So, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be reckless out here. So, so. I think Amanda's also ordered some rapid tests, so whenever those come, they might come in the next, you know, three four months. With how things are going <laughs> right now, but jeez, uh, it's looking like we're good so far. Um, but yeah, no major updates. I am on call this week, so if I get paged on my phone, I may have to cut that out, do some some fun fancy editing. But I'm just here, and I'm happy to 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 get ready to discuss game of the year because this is this is hot. You know, I've been thinking about this all year. I've been Spicy, ranking them bro. in my head. Been moving, moving things back and forth. So I'm, I'm excited to jump into it. Uh, I've also been watching stuff, and I think we're both watching the same stuff, like the same stuff as we talked about last week. So we can do a little check in, do a little heat check. Go ahead and tell me about Arcane. Let me tell. Let me bro. know how you're feeling. Let the people know how you're feeling.
0: Bro, people at home, if you haven't watched Arcane yet, you what are you doing? You gotta yeah. hop on the train. The train has already taken off. I missed. I missed the, I missed the, the first train. Yeah. I missed the first train. I had to, you know, run behind the train, hop on the back, hop in the caboose. Right. And then like, you know, look out into the sunset all longingly, like, like at the end of a movie or something like that. That's what I had to do. And I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying every minute of the ride. Um episode eight right now. Um, so I'm almost through. I will be done with it by the time honestly I'll probably be done with it tonight. How many episodes uh, is it? There's nine episodes. Oh yeah, yeah. you you'll, and, you'll uh, be done. Yeah. And I'll probably either finish it tonight or tomorrow night. And let me just say, I was not, ex- like, obviously, I'd heard a lot of positive things about tried it. Tried tell you. From people, yeah, from, like, you, from lots of folks online. But, you know, as a former League of Legends fan myself, I was like, okay, it's probably good. It's probably straight. Riot knows what they're doing. But I wasn't, like, super hyped about it. I wasn't like, oh, this is a instant watch I need to watch immediately. But, you know, one day I was just, you know, feeling myself. I was like, let me go ahead and watch a little something, something. I picked up the first episode. I was like, okay, I can see how people could get into it. And then the episodes mm-hmm. just started rolling. They just started yeah. rolling. And it just it's crazy, bro. It is a, a wild ride. And I think that they've done a great job, right? Despite your uh, sexual assault allegations against uh, your, your toxic workplace. Yep. Y'all are doing something. Y'all are doing yep. something crazy. So I fix that. S- fix that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. And y'all need to get that shit together. Get the HR scandals together. Y'all need to, you know, fix it. You know what I'm saying? Because we were Protect talking about the offline. Right? We were talking about the offline. If they didn't have that scandal, they would be goated. One of the goat you know, video game origin companies, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Steam and Val or Valve is like, you know, on a different level, right? They innovated in the gaming space, and you now they're one of the they're the biggest computer uh, or the Biggest PC game retailers of all time, basically. Uh, Riot innovated in a completely different way. As far as media goes in the gaming space, untouched. Untouched, man. The quality they put out in the like now television space, in the music space, in the game mm-hmm. space. Um, I mean, it's it's next level. I don't know who's touching them. Honestly. I, I want
0: to know who's making these big boy decisions because like know. if you told me I don't know. Literally, even like three, five years ago, four years ago maybe, that Riot was gonna be popping off like this. I would not have believed you. I would have just been. I would have thought to myself, I would have been like, oh, maybe they came out with a new game or something. Yeah. So they could finally be Riot Games, haha. <laughs> because that was a whole joke. I remember that was the the joke the longest time for the first like I don't know half of Riot's life. They were called. They've always been called Riot Games. They only had one game. People were clowning. Oh, I them. see. I see. They were. They were getting clowns. Pretty so they, funny. It was pretty funny, and they uh they had to say let me let me stick my chest out a little bit and show y'all a thing or two. Let me I'll show y'all games. That's what I said, and and more. That's so right. They did it. they did, they doing the damn thing. So shout out to well I won't give y'all a shout out just yet. Once y'all fix
1: your uh your workplace culture, <laughs> then you can get shout Let's outs. Get that fixed. Let's get that fixed. We're at the ten minute mark, uh, so I will just wrap up by saying, you know, on my side. I talked about it last week. I'm talking about it this week. Monster yeah. might be the best anime I have ever seen. Wow, um, that is it, a claim. It's a claim. It's certainly the best written anime. I mean, pending how Attack on Titan ends. I don't know. I mean, honestly, Attack on Titan can't touch Monster in terms of writing. Yeah, I don't just, think it can. Just it can't touch it can't touch it but in terms of quality i don't know i'm still excited because you know monster is lacking in the boxing department there's zero boxing which really hurts it in my eyes but the writing just the twist the turns the 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 metaphors everything they add to each episode brings it to just god tier levels of anime i never would have thought i would have been here 40 episodes in feeling this way but Man, it is absolutely fantastic. Couldn't recommend it enough, man. Um, I've been on so many roller coaster rides. I've been on maybe goddamn 13, 14 <laughs> different roller coaster oh, rides. So you at Disney World right now, huh? Exactly. I'm at Disney World. They're taking me ah! on every ride. You know what I'm saying? They're taking me to the Horror House. They're taking me on the Goliath. I'm, I'm riding everything because uh, the riding here is immaculate. Even things that seem like filler episodes. Provide mm-hmm. you so much value, you know. I I can't speak more highly than that. You know what I'm saying? There are right, there re- are no filler.
0: Real quick though, for yes. the, if somebody at home is you know thinking about getting a monster, but they want to know, when, in your opinion, when does it like really pop off? Like when is Ooh. when was like maybe the first episode where you're like,
1: "Ain't no way" or something like that? Ooh, I mean, I don't know. Like I would have to come back and look. we'll come back, okay? Because I mean. I really think that the thread of just trying to figure out like what's going on is pretty much there by episode. I don't, I don't remember three, where it's just like there's a certain mm-hmm. point where you're just like okay, where are we? Like we we're, we're now on the ride. We're going. We got to figure things out. I do think there's a special there's a specific turning point, but I don't want to like you know, waste time by finding the episode um, right now, uh, but. I'll come back. I'll I'll try and find it for next episode if I even remember that. Uh, But there's, you know, I I would say if you're into the mystery, if you're into like that Death Note style cat and mouse game, uh, you know, once you get on that ride, you're on that ride. You're you're never getting on. There's a couple episodes where you're thinking, oh, like we may take, you know, a break here or there. and We kind of do. But it all, everything, every episode you know, throughout the entire series always builds some character's backstory, builds some, you know, point that they want to drive home that, you know, helps pay off bigger moments later down the down the series. So okay. that's what I would say. All right. All right. All right. Nice, nice, nice. With that being said, let's get into the episode, man.
0: Let's do it, bro.
1: All right. It's about know, time. You know what we gotta do? We gotta do the clap. <laughs> We're doing the latest clap in player <laughs> player history. But uh after one we'll clap and then we'll get we'll get right into the episode three two one clap. clap all right now let's uh let's play this intro and get into the game of the year discussions Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 183 of the Player Player Podcast, the Game of the Year special. Before we get started, though, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what is that, Arsene?
0: Talk about video games.
1: talk about video games every Thursday of every week. We gather around the virtual water cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, one half of the Player Player Game of the Year committee, Arsene Lapa hey
0: guys it's me Arsene Lockpot, one half of the player player uh game of the year committee um just wanted to say we got a nice little special we got, we, got, we got a special episode for y'all this uh this fine Thursday evening or whenever you're listening uh to this episode of the podcast but I hope you guys are ready I hope you guys are strapped in because we're about to go on a roller coaster ride no no monster involved this time no just no straight monster. just just straight roller coaster right
1: now so there we go tune in folks. All right, before we get into the discussion, I just want to remind everybody that if you want to help support the show, playerplayerpod.com, go to the bottom of the page. We have a Ko-Fi link down there. You can donate as low as a dollar. If you don't want to support monetarily, that is completely fine. Just help by sharing the show with your friends, listening every week, and leaving a positive review on your platform of choice. Of course, that means I have to go to iTunes, playerplayerpod, and see what's going on here, what the rating is looking like. And let me tell you, we're still at 25. That's disappointing. I'm throwing away another PS5. Wow. I've thrown away maybe 30, 40 PS5s at this point. That's but crazy. But I'll keep throwing them away. I'll keep buying them and throwing them away until we get at least one more uh, rating. So, guys, please go to iTunes and rate us um, or Spotify. If you rate us on Spotify and you message me and say, hey, I rated you guys on Spotify. All is forgiven. Maybe we'll give out a PS5. We'll see. Um, like, I mean, if you guys listened to the episode so far, if you didn't skip through, uh, we're trying something new, putting the you know non-video game discussion in the pre-show. So once we get into the actual uh, main area of the podcast, we're only talking about video games, and we're gonna start that now. We're gonna start talking about video games, game of the year uh, discussion, 2021. Uh, we have a couple categories here, but before I get into the categories, I'm gonna get into the rules. So. How this worked is this year, we both individually ranked our games for each category and each ranking is weighted. So for example, game of the year had 10 uh, slots that we could fill up and the number one slot was worth the most points. And I think like the top four four or so slots had, you know, pretty hefty weightings. And then, you know, each slot after that kind of just goes down by one point, um, so that once we both submitted our lists, we kind of averaged them together. And then we'll have kind of a fair average list based on how we thought each game should rank upon our personal game of the year list. Um, what I'm going to say is if the game has been ranked and I've ranked, I've added up all the points and stuff like that. If the game has been ranked without a tie, it cannot be moved. I think that's just like, I think that's just the fairest way to do it. Um, without influencing, maybe if we come to a consensus, we can decide to move something. Uh, But I think that makes it more interesting. Uh, And it it, doesn't ruin the fact that we did all this work (laughs) prior. So if we're moving stuff, it kind of defeats the purpose. But that's okay, we got a lot of ties, we got a lot of stuff to debate, which is why I say for the tiebreaker, you can help me out here on how we wanna do this. But I, I basically said we can debate the tiebreaker. We can both have one argument Uh, from each person for each tie and then we can revote on that or if you want to do it some other way um let me know like if you have any better way to do the tie or if we should you know if we can't come to a consensus we just split the split the game for that you know category and knock every other game down one one rank i don't know how you want to do it uh, so, let's,
0: let's butt heads, bro. We got to okay. butt heads. We got to okay. come to a conclusion
1: here. Okay. okay. I'm twisting arms. Okay. We're twisting arms. Okay. Okay. Um so with that, I mean, let's just get into the discussion cuz that's where that's where the content is about to come. That's where the exciting stuff is about to come. And I'm going to make it spicy. Uh game of the year we'll discuss in in the back. All right. That'll be the last one we discuss. We'll let's course, discuss some we of these. We'll discuss some of these other categories before and total we have five categories we have best game that didn't come out this year best music best art style best indie and then game of the year so we will go in that exact order starting with best game that didn't come out this year now uh do you want me to should i read from bottom to top yeah we got to go bottom to top here bottom to top all right we're, we're gonna start off with a tie all right and i think this one is you know kind of obvious because we both played different games this year that, you know, may have come out at a different times. So this was the list that I expect the least overlap. Um, so we tied third place. I have Titanfall two and mm. you have, I expect you to die. Okay. And I don't, I, I know you've talked about this on the podcast. I expect you to die, but I don't, oh I actually I like I'm looking at the images right now I do recognize this game and this is VR yes this is so a VR exclusive game so you just recently played this
0: mm-hmm, within the past month
1: well, okay yeah
0: a month I'd say
1: let mean do you have a, a pitch on it do you have uh, a reason that you ranked it three because I, I feel like you had to have played a lot of games that didn't come out this year yeah um, I did I looked
0: at my uh my little listy. I have my little GG, twenty twenty one games that I played. So this one made it.
1: So why did this come in at number three for you?
0: This came in at number three uh, for me simply because I thought that they were doing something that uh, I won't say that has never been done before, but you know, in the VR space, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities for different styles of games, Um, and I think that the, in my opinion, this is obviously a very biased opinion. Um, so I love escape rooms, I love puzzles I think that's the perfect space for VR like I don't, if this game was on you know, console or PC I don't think it would have ranked as high for me I don't think it would have even, like you know I probably would have played in and would have immediately forgotten about it but the fact <laughs> that like, you know, you have put yourself into this the seat of a like a secret spy or whatever and you're trying to bring down this like uh, evil organization yeah, I don't know man, I, it just makes me feel like I was 007. I was James Bond um, for the hours that I played through this game. That being said, though, I have to concede here without even <laughs> without any without any uh, arm twisting here. Yeah, the number three spot, I think, will it deserves to go to Titanfall Two because that one is just it's, that's, it's a, that's a, different a big game, boy. bro. That's a big it's, it's, boy. It's a different yeah. game.
1: So you know, before we kind of keep it moving here do you guys do you want to give a quick pitch to people at home what i expect you to die is you kind of talk about it, but yeah. do you want to give like a quick overview
0: yeah so i expect you to die is a vr game where you basically hop right into the shoes of a um spy from this like i forget what the name of the organization is but you're part of a spy organization they send you on a couple of different missions Um, in order to um, kind of like counteract the actions of this evil organization that's trying to take over the world think about your typical uh, James Bond plot or something like that but now we've put this into an escape room style of game so the way that the gameplay loop works um, when they send you on a quote-unquote mission they put you in like this area this is either a room or like some type of space um, and you have to figure out um, based off of like you know different context clues or uh, opening up drawers and figuring different things out you have to figure out how to achieve your goal um a la escape room style elements so uh yeah that's kind of the basic pitch obviously you know um vr is not the most accessible to people right now mm. you know there's still a price point on it but i mean i guess that's kind of the same for most video games nowadays anyways um, you know you got to buy the console to play the games um but yeah, if you have access to the income to pick up like a an Oculus Quest, I think they're only like two ninety nine or you know three hundred dollars right now. Same price as the Nintendo Switch. I one hundred percent recommend this as one of the first games, um, that, to pick up if you like puzzles. That is, if you don't like puzzles, this is not the game for you. Obviously,
1: right? right. I mean, and also I just want to call out breaking news, kind of PSVR two got announced at CES like a wow. hour ago.
0: Really? Um, okay. I mean,
1: well, it wasn't announced, right? We knew it was coming. They right. confirmed the name is PlayStation VR 2. Not very exciting name. Um, I think they kind of showed off the controllers. They said it's going to be 4K. They announced all these all these different kind of features and they announced a Horizon uh, VR game
0: that will be associated.
1: I don't, I don't think there was a release date announced. Um... I think like they were just showing information real time or they were like publishing information real time. Mm-hmm. No, no, there's no date on release. So I think this thing is you know, like, you know, I think we're still a year out from PSVR 2 if we didn't get any Most date likely, at, this, yeah. at, at this event. So that's exciting. Uh, so hopefully there's going to be, you know, even more opportunities for people to get invested in the VR space. Um, nice. So with that being said, Titanfall 2 gets bumped up to the number three spot. Um, Titanfall 2 is a game that, you know, a lot of people are very high on, uh, a game that I am now high on as far as the single player goes. Um, the reason I had it at number three is because I think it was the best single player narrative I played in a long time. I thought it was interesting. I thought the mechanics they have you doing, um, you know, while it is just an FPS, like the idea of having a robot and being able to put it in ai mode being able to jump in it having all these you know different levels that you you know navigate as the pilot versus you know somebody who's actually in the mech i thought all of that was really great really engaging and definitely you know way more fun than the typical call of duty slash halo uh campaigns where you're kind of just running through an area shooting people with your your standard weapons um so shout out to Timefall 2. It's had it has some very memorable levels, um, you know, some great game design and stuff like that. So it was it was definitely a lot of fun to play it last year. Hell yeah! One and two, tie, another tie for the for the number one spot. Um, we have Prey and Yakuza like a dragon. We both ranked we both them. Put them. I put I put Prey at uh number two and you put yakuza like a dragon at number two so they ended up evening out at the same amount of points um you,
0: know you wanna i'm very sorry here you know folks at home i know you guys are probably ready for me to twist twist arms but oh, it is coming <laughs> I, i'm gonna be 100 honest for some of these categories i low-key forgot to like actually rank it What's that mean? It. like i I, I, I was, just it, just I was like not down. in order it's not in order. Oh, okay, okay. It, I think the only ones that are in order are actually yeah, the only ones that are in order are game of the year, art style and indie. Okay. The I other mean, two. that's most
1: of them. That's most of them.
0: So, for this one, I'm already conceding before we even, you know, get <laughs> into it cuz I cuz I, I literally it's not really conceding because I you think I, you think, I, I think that one. I think that Yakuza like a Dragon deserves number 1 mm-hmm. and Prey deserves number 2. Sure. I'm not. I'm not losing. I win here.
1: So here's. I'll start off with my kind of pitch on these two. We've talked about these games in previous episodes, so I won't. You know, get too deep into the pitch. But mm-hmm. uh, I honestly was ready to say, hey, look, if you had a strong enough argument, I put prey at number one because I think prey was a fantastic game, and that right. game was definitely a huge sleeper when it came out because I had an incredible time with it this year, and the fact that people weren't hyping it up even more um kind of blew my mind. But, you know, like Yakuza Like a Dragon, I think got my number one nod because one, I've never played a Yakuza game before, so this was a whole new world for me. And, you know, despite never playing a game before, I had a complete blast playing this from start to finish. This game is long as shit. It's super long. And, you know, <laughs> the fact that it was so long was the reason I kind of held off playing it as long as i did you know i was like i'm never gonna finish this this game is too long and to my surprise this game kept me engaged the entire way through every twist every turn every wacky um you know plot twist every boss fight even like the you know some some dungeons a little too long but you know got through them and i had a great time uh with all the side missions and the mini games and stuff you know i I felt like Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, for the JRPG that it was, was way more fun than it had any right to be. Uh, and it was definitely the best JRPG ass JRPG game that I've played in a long time, you know. Nice. Trying when when you consider Final Fantasy Seven remake as in its own kind of little league and in in area and time in terms of like what that game was, Yakuza Like a Dragon brought me back to JRPGs and made me spend a time Spend an incredible amount of time in a game that I didn't think was possible. So, shout out to Yakuza for that.
0: Hell yeah! I I can't really I don't really have anything else to say about Yakuza other than good game. Y'all gotta go play it. It's on Game Pass. What are you yeah. doing? Not playing
1: it? Don't be sleep. Don't be sleep. Because you're gonna be upset
0: when it, you see it's gonna they're gonna give out the little notification. Yakuza like a dragon is leaving next week. And then you're not gonna have enough time to play it because it's gonna take you damn more than a week to That's play, a play. That's the a game. fact.
1: All right, I guess moving on. Uh, you said best music was not ranked, right?
0: Right, not exactly.
1: Well, no. Nah, so it,
0: it's ranked. It's
1: ranked. You're saying it's ranked, okay? In which case, we do have one tie okay. in the best music category. Uh, you had Persona Five Strikers at the number three uh spot and i had halo infinite at the number three spot
0: Mm -hmm. uh
1: do you have an argument so i I, actually you know because because we don't have that much time you know uh and we probably will spend most of the time on game of the year halo infinite is not a strong sell for me i don't need it to come in at number three um but if you if if you feel the same way about Persona Five Strikers, let me know. I don't know.
0: I was struggling a little bit to find uh you know the the best three music uh related games um in my opinion for this category um but I did settle on Persona Five Strikers just because I feel like it's kind of a cheat code. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Persona Five, honestly, all, no, all the Persona games are known for having bops of music throughout their, their entire soundtrack. There's always bops, no matter what Persona game you look at. And I think that Persona 5 Strikers is no different. I've only, I only have eight hours into the game. So mm-hmm. as you know, for a Persona game, that means I'm probably like, you know, I, I literally only beat one boss. Yeah, um, of course, of course. Uh, of course, of course. But I think that I was able to get enough, you know, snippets of beats here and there. Uh, I listened to the main battle music, which is uh, just a remix of the original Persona 5 music. Uh, of the original Persona Five battle theme, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, come on, bro, you got admit, You know what's it called? Yeah, last surprise. You know, oh, last yeah. surprise hits, bro. So the remix obviously is going to hit too. That's where. I, that's why I put it at number three. I'm willing to fight for this one. Um, however, if you felt like so strong about Halo Infinite, then I would back down. But I'm, I'm putting up. I'm putting up my dukes, bro. Okay, I'm you here. I'm it. here for it. You got I got a it. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of
1: Persona Five. Uh, I'm pers- I'm a big fan of their music. I haven't played Strikers, so I don't really have a dog in this fight. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the Halo music, but I'm not gonna sit-, sit here and say like you know Halo Infinite's music is iconic. and must be on the list. You know maybe once I play more and I listen to the soundtrack a little bit more, I, I can argue that. But you got it. Persona Five Strikers put on the list. I'm familiar with their their discography, and I- I'm I would not be against that being our number three. So and don't um, forget to grab uh persona 5 strikers if you have a playstation 4 i did i did grab um, it for ps plus Yeah, go ahead and
0: get it it's on ps plus for ps4 you don't even have to have a ps5 y'all so if you got a ps4 go ahead and pick it up
1: so persona 5 strikers comes in at number three there is no number four rank so halo infinite gets bumped off and uh unanimously death loop comes in at wow. number two and guardians comes in at number one do you That's have anything a cheat you want to say about these these two games I think
0: um, Deathloop, something about like the the soundtrack, they, they they put they put the little stank on it. That, just uh, got a that vibe, sick, to just it. got a vibe to it. I was, you know, like I said before, I was struggling at first to when yeah. I was thinking about this category, but then I thought back to Deathloop and I was like, wait a minute, that shit did kind of slap low key, you know, while well, you're just out here. The, the menu music was always a vibe. When you get into a skirmish with people, it was always like, you know, it it, it just hit right. It hit the right itches uh, or it scratched the right itches, in my opinion. Um, So I think that Deathloop easily takes uh, num- the number two spot. And then mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy is just like, that's a cheat code, bro. That's a
1: cheat code. They got all these licensed songs in it. And it's just, I mean, there's, n- there's really not much to say about it. They just basically curated... A great soundtrack. They got you know,
0: never uh, going to give you up on there, bro. Come yeah. on. Like, what are you going to
1: what are you gonna do about that?
0: You, you telling me Rick Roll deserves a spot other than number one? Hell no.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't think to add it to the list. But I want to give a nod to this door because, yes. I mean, in some of those fights, the music is really, really hard. I think it would have helped this case if they would have dropped an OST or a soundtrack or something that I could listen to on repeat. But I don't think that exists. Um, so here it is the final list Guardians at number one, Deathloop at number two, and Persona 5 Strikers at number three. And just as a recap, best game that didn't come out this year Yakuza Like a Dragon at number one, Prey at number two, Titanfall 2 at number three. All three games on Game Pass, by the way. And next category best art style. We got yeah. lots of ties. Every Ooh, place. Everyone is, is a tie. Every place is tied. So starting at the back, which actually now that I'm thinking about it, the last two games that were tied are going to get knocked off because I mean, Oh yeah, I that's, how, that's how that works. So, so, the, <laughs> so the bottom you two, bottom two oh. are gone. Bottom two are gone. Um, Let's let the folks know what the bottom two were though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The bottom two, Guardians and Death's Door. Both of those knocked
0: Dang. off. We uh, might have to make some special rules or something to give. Well
1: we can we can how about this? We we don't knock them off immediately. We rank it all out, but double know, elimination. Top top three is like, you know, the winners, and then we'll rank everything out. So mm-hmm. Death's Door and Guardians. Uh I put Guardians on the list. So just for the record, your number three was Death Door. My number three was Guardians. I put Guardians on the list pretty much because I thought that the facial capture and stuff felt so good at points. Like I'm not even that deep into the game. Um, but like, you know, just seeing like the emotion on some people's face, like seeing uh, uh, Star-Lord talk to you the officer or whatever that he had a fling with and just kind of seeing that back and forth and there and, and like the officer's daughter is in the room and he's trying to back her up and they all just feel super authentic and i think the facial captures really sell that um and i think that so far the environments that i've seen uh are pretty interesting as well so i'm kind of just digging the overall vibe of the guardians art style so that's that's my art that's my case for guardians
0: Okay, I think uh, definitely agree with those takes there. Um, the reason why I put Death's Door on my list is just because of the fact that it, it and it's very it's very cutesy. You know, it's a different mm-hmm. style of art than obviously you know since it's art styles. Um, it's different than Guardians of the Galaxy's very realistic, like graphically dependent style of game. This mm-hmm. one I think makes. What's the best way to say it? It's like. It makes the best out of a not a bad situation.
1: <laughs> Damn, that sounds Dang, like a shit that, that sounds like I'm,
0: I'm. It really does sound like I'm shitting on them. No, I think that it it looks good and it is a it is a nice, cute little art style that is got on that, that we got on the
1: list here. So it's simple, but I don't, you know it, it does its own thing. Like I, I actually I can't really even defend this. Bro, honestly, that's I'm struggling. This is what I'll say, right? This is what I'll say, and I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna keep Guardians at six. Wow. A five, and this is the reason because I thought about it, and I was like, eh, maybe not. Like, Death store didn't have anything that really stood out. But at the same time, I don't think that's true because although the art style is simple, it's not you know groundbreaking in any in any fashion. It does have a certain style to it that works really well for the world. Like, you go to the mansion with the pots. Right. And like you you have that floor with all the reflections coming off of them and you have those cute little fireballs that are coming after you and you have pothead and and you have a certain vibe of that area. And then you go to like, you know, the other areas and they all have certain vibes. And even like when like you have some night moments at night, I feel like that all has, you know, great mood setting vibes to it even though the art style is super simplistic and stuff like that and it's um, all polished and it's it's all really polished so i think that's fair i think that's fair um so i'm willing to put it there now we have okay. another two ties we have death loop and it takes two both at two okay. points. my two my number two is death loop uh your number two is it takes two mm. uh, i mean it takes two it's best art style yeah. I mean, I mean it's a style. It is a style. It's a but
0: style, but it, as an interesting
1: death death loop.
0: No, I don't think it's being death loop. I'll yeah, go ahead. It. I'll go ahead and concede on that one. All
1: right. Okay. Okay. So it takes two, number four death loop. If it was up to me, I boot. It takes you all the way off this goddamn list. We're not. We're not playing by those rules though. Once yeah. you break the tie, you just go one spot under. It takes two, number two. I think. Here we go. Just hear me out, real
0: quick. Since I'm we here, got, well, since we got a little double uh, tiebreaker here, I sure. think that it takes you should have to fight for third
1: oh. versus the the last the, winner. Oh, versus so Death Door. Versus Death Door. Okay, I'm down with that. This is this is sounding cool. I mean, F I'm I'm, I'm, de- I'm Death door. <laughs> door. I'm
0: gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it to Death Door as well. I think it takes you gets the double bump. Damn, that's of, crazy. Off the art style list. Cause, you man. know and I'm thinking about it. You know, I feel like I didn't put as much thought into the art style. I, I also kind of struggled with this category because I'm like, which games were really popping? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like visually. Yeah. So it's out of here.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, they had their own little thing they did with um, uh, with that. I don't know. I don't. I never know what year it is, but that 80s. Whatever look, that vintage look, I think they did a fantastic job with conveying that, our style. And, you know, it certainly helped with the vibe. So put that at number two. Mm -hmm. Once again, one more tie. Another Uh, tie. Oh, every single category is tied. Your number one, surprisingly, inscription, which I can see the argument. My number one, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart.
0: Oh, no. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. It looks the exact same as Ratchet and Clank 2016, oh, no, bro. No, it's no, the same it's no. the same art style. It's the same it's been the same art style so, since the game came out in 2002.
1: This is what I'll say. It's the same art style, but there's so much more love in this iteration than the past iteration. like the fur is so crisp, the reflections on the characters are so like it literally looks like a pixar movie it looks like a pixar movie like and let me to let me say ratchet and clank i enjoyed it fine you know and there will be debates on ratchet and clank as we continue through this episode but i think where it excelled was it just looking like a movie and you just you know having a good time that's why it's you know maybe maybe there's some wiggle room there art style versus best graphics or whatever that's my argument for Ratchet and claim. Let me hear let me hear what you got to say about inscription.
0: I think inscription, you know, with the without exception, spoiling, without okay spoiling. Without spoiling, with the exception of the middle part of the game, I mm-hmm. think that the inscription art style hits different. You know, I think that mm-hmm. Daniel Mullins put he he like it, it's like he literally I I think if you look at the at the credits it's all cobbled together. You know, he took, he took like a bunch of assets from like different places across the internet. This is mm-hmm. a community game, bro. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing it like that. What What is ratchet doing, bro? You, you're talking oh, about fur. You don't about fur textures. That's just to showcase the power of the PlayStation five. Great. That's nothing like special when it comes to art. Like you could draw, I could draw that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't, I think oh, that <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that ratchet and clank rift apart. Does anything artistically new or different? Mm, mm. I think it does things graphically new and different, but mm. in my opinion, it's like it, this is the difference between it is that difference between like art style, and like your actual like aesthetic versus graphical like prowess or like mm. you know the the technical prowess or whatever. Okay, that's okay. my take here.
1: I. You know, I'll concede that, you know, we don't got all day on here. I'll concede um, you are correct on that one. Uh, I'll give inscription number one uh, because of just the art style versus, you know, graphics debate. Although I still think, you know, it's the second part of inscription. I agree. Not that impressive from an art style perspective. And I even think the last section is just dirty looking. It's just dirty. That's looking.
0: intentional, bro.
1: I don't care. I don't care that's intentional. Wow. I don't like it. I don't, don't like it. how dirty The man. first okay. section is top notch, top tier, perfect atmosphere setting. Like, you know, really just brings it all home. The third, I've already got the atmosphere. I already know what's going on. It's just dirty looking. It's kind of dark. It just doesn't really. Too dim. Yeah. It just doesn't really add a lot of flavor to what's going on in the story. Like once you realize, oh, this is the, this is the art style. This is what's going on. This is the area. I think I don't, you know, find a lot of value out of the art uh, in that last section. Like I did in the first section where like, yeah, you're in I this cabin that. and you're, you're really exploring every inch and you're, you're like, oh, this is cool. And it really feels like it sets the mood. I think, you know, third, third act. I don't know about that. Um, all right. So now Ratchet and Clank versus Deathloop. How you feeling?
0: I right, I gotta give Deathloop on this one th- personally.
1: Uh, uh Okay. Because of the argument you originally made, graphics versus art style. I'll I'll concede that one as well. Uh. Are we doing Ratchet and Clank versus Death or Does it only fight one spot down?
0: I think you should fight all the way, but. I don't know. I know we're we're kind of like you know no, on our time. We don't have time for this shit. We'll, <laughs> we'll just go what? and we'll It'll, make it. We'll just time. let it fight once.
1: Well, okay, so there it is. Inscription at number one. Death Loop at number two. Ratchet and Clank at number three. With Death Store, it takes two, and Guardians coming in at four, five, and six for best art style. Coming in next, best indie. Woo! This is gonna be a good one. All right. Best indie, our first tie. I already know have...
0: it's just full of ties. I
1: just... oh, of course, because you just you just <laughs> went off the you went off the 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 rocker here. I'm just right, tie, bro. We have Boomerang X, which was rated number three by you. Loop Hero, which was oh, rated number three by me. That's
0: not fair, bro. How's that's that not, not fair, fair, bro? That's a game. It's a hundred percent f- fair. I I give up. Let's go. You can't, Get-
1: you can, you, you, you know boomerang is robbed okay all right number two
0: you didn't get your hands on it that's all i'm gonna say
1: i mean what is this list (laughs) like what is number two on this list number two and three all right we got another tie we got dodgeball academia which i did play i played the first five minutes five minutes bro
0: it's not right uh
1: and on my on my list we got death's door God, Not, well, actually, wait. That's correct. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait. Oh, wait. Hold up. What's going on? Actually, here? wait. I think I did the math wrong. I did do the math wrong. What Uh-oh. the? Heck? They're actually. Wait, hold on. What's going on hold, on? hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Actually, no. I... The math is correct, but there actually is no tie so interesting wait (laughs) the math was incorrect there is no tie
0: okay wait i thought you said the math was correct but there is no tie.
1: the math is not correct there was a miscalculation okay all right so on my list uh on your list you have boomerang x and dodgeball academia as number three and two Mm -hmm. um our lists are kind of completely different so basically I'll, i'll explain it this way boomerang x got bumped Under Loop Hero. Uh, You had Dodgeball Academia at number two. I had uh, Inscription at number two.
0: Oh, I think I see what's happening here.
1: You had Inscription at number one. I had Death's Door at number one. So with that, Inscription gets ranked up to number one. Death's Door comes in at number two. And
0: I see, I see.
1: What's going on here?
0: Um, do- so dodgeball
1: think- academia comes in at number three <laughs> which i mean
0: oh, oh get fucked, uh, loop hero, loop
1: hero which is fucked. honestly what the fuck is going on bro
0: maybe we i feel like this is a flaw in our system however i, I will so. not i will not refute it because
1: yeah. i mean you put dodgeball loop hero should have been on your list i think <laughs> i feel i mean actually i can't speak for you i don't know how much fun you had with it i don't know how much fun you had with death's door but they were neither on your list
0: i think death's door should have been on there instead of boomerang x but I, i'm sticking but i got the boomerang, even still
1: bro. even still oh actually yeah if death's door was on there instead of boomerang x it doesn't matter this is the list. We're not changing it. We don't have time. Yeah. We don't have time in the we episode to change the math. Shout out Dodgeball
0: Academia, bro.
1: Inscription comes in at number one. Death Door comes out at number two. Dodgeball Academia, I played a great five minutes of that game, comes in at bro, number three. Bro, you
0: need to finish the game. It is is. 2022, it. I'll, I'll
1: get around to it. It's 2022, it. I'll get around to it. Luke Piro comes in at number four. Boomerang X comes in at number five. Both get knocked off the list. Now, I do want to say... Yeah, we've talked about it before on the episode. Shout out to Inscription; it was my number two uh, because I feel like my only argument for it being number two is I did not have constant fun throughout the whole game, start to finish. There were some episodes, Mm. there were some parts in the game where I was like, "Okay, like, uh, you know, this is fine," but I'm not loving it like I loved other parts of the game. Uh, death's door was my number one because it was the opposite of that where i loved it from start to finish even when we got into the extra content you know although it was kind of frustrating to hunt down some of those collectibles like all the stuff that they added in the post game i felt was fantastic so i loved it from start to finish i loved all the boss fights and there was never any chunk in it that felt like it completely start to drag or anything like that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my argument for Dust Door being number one, but I think this is, I think number one and two is completely fair inscription, Dust Door. I think those are completely valid. Then um, <laughs> the Oswald the, the, the Hackademia did make it on the list. That is something that we can say. Yeah. Um, and we will talk more about, Dust door and inscription so i don't want to spend too much time on it if you have any indie thoughts do you want to give any shout outs or or i don't know feel free I just, to do it
0: i just want to quickly say i think dodgeball academia deserves its spot as the okay. number three best indie game and i think okay. they, I, it deserves more love it was criminally underrated okay i think nobody's talked about it except for me i think i'm the only person this side ever of, mentioned this game in this country, I might be the only person wow. in the country. It's made by the it's, it's made by Brazilian people. It may be blowing up in Brazil. I don't know. But I think I might be the only <laughs> motherfucker in America talking about this game. Y'all need to go play it.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Uh, with that being said, let's move on, man. Let, we this episode is already it. gonna it's gonna go long. We got game of the year. I got a lot to say about a lot of these games, but
0: it I'll is keep my shit short though. This is this is, is a good
1: episode. This is this episode is worth it. All right. Um, so we got honestly we got some ties um but it's not that many. We have one big tie. Let me first clarify. We said Outer Wilds Echo of the Eye counts as a game, right? Yes. A game that came out in 2021.
0: Yes, like last because year. it okay. is so because it is so much content.
1: Okay. Okay. All right, so the calculation should be correct here. Um, so we have 13 games on the list once you, you know, take out duplicates and stuff like that. Uh, so I'll just go from the bottom of the list to the top and we'll, we'll kind of talk through it. So one, Forza Horizon 5 was my number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes it at the bottom of the list with... Uh, at rank number thirteen, I thought it was a fun game, very relaxing, um, and I think it's probably the one game where I can play, uh, not have worry about being stressed or anything like that, and just have a good time. So shout out to Forza Horizon Five, definitely think it deserves a spot on my list. Uh, on your list, you had Little Nightmares Two at number eight, um, so that mm, puts it at rank number rank number twelve. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. It was good. It did not make my list though. And I thought about it. I almost put it on there, but I felt like everything else beat it out. Little Nightmares 2, fantastic game, fantastic story. Um at the end of the day for me, it's still more Little Nightmares, you know. It, it's
0: I get that, yeah.
1: Yeah, which you could say about Forza as well, which you could say about mm. a couple other games, but, you know, Forza was new to me. I'm not a big Forza player. I did not play the previous ones um so it did feel a little more fresh but and little nightmares 2 is relatively short um so I, I do wish i had more of that game uh, but it's still fantastic you know shout out to little nightmares I, i'm glad it's getting a nod here um at number 12. number 11 just narrowly missing the list well i guess not narrowly once we start busting down these ties but just narrowly missing the list we have Guardians of the Galaxy. I knew it. I knew Guardians it. Guardians of the Galaxy, you ranked it number 6. I did. I did not have it ranked at all. So, it just barely, barely missed the list with 5 points. Um Actually, that's not true. That's not true. It's tied. I'm happening? sorry. I'm I forgot <laughs> oh because God. because uh because, you know, I just put number I put a ranking on this. The ties come up as like, you know, 10 and 11 when they're actually just tied. There. Uh, so, gotcha. there's one tie. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart Oh, it's tie with Guardians of the God. Galaxy. Let's go. This Let's is the, this might go. be
0: the conversation. This may it may be like whatever the top 1, 2 or 3 are probably going to be the the, the the these are the fights right here, bro. All right.
1: I mean All right. Who do you want to start? Or do should I start?
0: I'm starting, bro. Go ahead. Ratchet and, I'm <laughs> Ratchet and Clank does not deserve any type of game of the year discussion whatsoever. It is the same as Ratchet and Clank 2016, except there's a new plot. There's new technical uh, abilities. Um, You're able to go jump through the little rifts or whatever. (laughs) Sure. Okay. We got SSDs. I got SSD in my PC. So what? So what, oh, no. bro? Ratchet and Clank does not deserve to be on this list. It's not doing anything. This man ain't crazy. Even
1: arguing for Guardians. <laughs>
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 punching down right now, bro. Guardians of the Galaxy is a narrative game that really takes you for a ride. The the all right, I'm you know what? Let me let me do it like this. Let me do it like this. I'm gonna break up. I'm gonna look at the narratives of both games, and I'm gonna leave. And then I'm gonna leave you to you know talk whatever talk you gotta say for your game here. Okay. If, you, if we look at just narratives. It's a it's a cakewalk for Guardians of the Galaxy here. Guardians of the Galaxy tells a story that keeps you hooked throughout the entire time. Ratchet and Clank, however, keep it. It tells a story, all right. It tells a story for who who who's telling the story for? Five I don't know. Olds. Babies, five year olds, <laughs> children, people who uh just learn how to tie their shoes. Like oh, come wow. on, bro. It, it it's just not anything it's not pushing anything for ratchet and clank i feel like it is the, the exact type of story that you would expect from a ratchet and clank game when you were 10 years old when you were 11 years old it's not doing anything different and for that reason i cannot accept this as at the number is are we fighting for the number 10 spot or the number 11
1: spot well, let me tell you these motherfuckers are not even making it onto to the list Holy they're, they're not they're They're. we have wow. other ties they're not making they're not even going to hit 11 i'll tell you that That's crazy. I mean, unless we do no, no, they're not making it. They're not. Um, So just because of the other ties, but you know, we're still. I think we need to have this discussion because I'm not just going to lie down and let Ratchet and Clank be taken out to the back to be slaughtered (laughs) like some fucking cattle. Out of Ratchet and Clank, I a hundred percent agree with you. If we're comparing narrative, Ratchet and Clank can't stand a chance. They can't. It's like you know, it's it's like. Tyron Woodley fighting Jake Paul in the boxing ring is going to get knocked out cold. You know, it it barely hangs around or two. But let me tell you, everywhere else in Ratchet & Clank, while it's not a revolutionary game, while it's not a, you know, game we will remember years to come, it is a very, very good game. It is very, very polished. It is very, very fun. And it is a very, very tight game where, you know, there's not... You know, when we're talking about bugs, when we're talking about graphical glitches, it looks amazing. It plays very smooth. The loading and all that stuff is very, very quick, like to the point where you are looking at a cinematic of you on one planet and then you get like a screen wipe to another planet. The game is already loaded up. There's a lot of different other mechanics, like you're gliding on jet boots around other planets. Like you, you have the little Titanfall effect where you're switching through, you know, uh, uh, like time, like. Times points in time and another like there's just a lot of good stuff in this game and at the end of the day it is just a good well polished game whereas you have guardians and i'm enjoying it i'm not done with it yet so you know my argument is a little weak in that regard but guardians is fun the narrative is fun the music is good but it still just has a low budget vibe like the enemies don't feel quite exciting they don't feel quite polished like you're literally fighting jello cubes half the game like the combat doesn't feel super inspired like you have you're commanding like your teammates but when you're actually commanding peter quill himself i feel like i'm just shooting at stuff until i have enough you know points to do a super move like when we talk about like you know the maps and like you know progression of levels i just want to get to the next dialogue section i just want to get to the point where i can uh you know start talking to characters again because right now it just seems like oh like we're walking through the map we're talking for a bit and we're running to another wave of the same type of enemies that you find on this map uh and you do that over and over so i think ratchet and clank at the end of the day it's just a better experience like i I can't like even though i won't remember ratchet and clank in two to three years i think as a game it's a very very solid 70 dollar package whereas i can't really say that about guardians it has really good highs it has really good writing but overall if somebody told me to pay 70 dollars for this i'd be like i'm straight
0: first of all nobody's telling you that bro because i I'm just the saying game like, the game's only 60 dollars.
1: well <laughs> somebody told me i didn't pay 60 dollars for 30 it. okay it's definitely a wait on sale game
0: okay and, okay
1: So, that's that's my argument.
0: I will say, you know, since these games do not really matter at the end (laughs) of the uh, the day, I will say that I still have to give the narrative award to Guardians of the Galaxy, but I will concede on the gameplay factor and, like, the overall, um, I guess, gameplay experience. I'll concede that to Ratchet.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. We'll take that. We'll take that. Uh, Moving right along, then, because let me tell you, we're going to forget about these games real fast. Damn. Coming in at uh, 9. Number 10. Oh, number 9. nine. Oh, I guess. Wait. wait, let's see. So, Forza is at number 5 or at number 13. Little Nightmares is at number 12. Guardians gets knocked down to number 11. Scam. Ratchet and Clink is number 10 at the moment. Uh, coming in at number 9 with a tie, another tie. Uh, we have Outer Wilds, Echoes of the Eye, and we have Halo Infinite. Uh, you ranked Halo Infinite at 7. I ranked Halo Infinite at 9. And I also ranked Outer Wilds at 5.
0: I'm just giving it to Outer Wilds. I don't have time wow. to, to defend Halo in any shape or form. I don't have anything to say about Halo other than wow. it's it's fun to play. Multiplayer at least. The the campaign has yet to grip me. Um, But I think the, the reason why I even have this on my list is because of the multiplayer aspect. Yeah. I think it you it is just so fun to hop in with some friends, um, and just get to killing, get to shooting, bro. It, it's all it's always a fun time to play Halo. So that's why it was able to get on the list. But Outer Wilds, though,
1: come on, come I mean, on, son. This is what come I'll on. say about this is what I'll say about Halo. The the campaign drags Halo down. Halo that's crazy might be <laughs> even higher on the list, but wow. the campaign is just it's not bad. But when you compare every other game on this list that brings something new at almost every aspect of the of the entire game, when you consider a campaign that's just kind of like more Halo, you know, the open world doesn't really add anything crazy to make me say, oh, man, like this is really, you know, this is really game changing. You know, I feel like that kind of just like drags it down. Like In my opinion, if I play any other game and I'm just kind of left unimpressed, that's going to drag it down because the game made me waste time being unimpressed does that make sense yeah that makes sense outer wilds echoes of the eye fantastic um it is more outer wilds but at the same time them the puzzles the way they do the storytelling i think you know they hit it hit another you know back-to-back home runs with the dlc um so there you go outer wilds is number eight halo infinite is number nine death's door coming in uncontested at number seven uh it was at number nine yeah. on your list it was at number four on my list had it pretty high um interesting okay coming at number coming in at number six uncontested knockout city That it was, <laughs> it was not on my list at all Bumped it was shit. it was number one on your list and therefore, it jumped, it jumped about gone. seven games just Holy by being number one on your list. So, uh, well deserved. W. I mean, I like Knockout City. It wasn't making my list. It, you know, I think maybe it could have made it over Forza at best, in which case it we'll would have been. It. Well, thank you. If that was the case, it would have got, it would have been almost no, it could have been in the running for number three. Because everything else is go. tied. But unfortunately, it did not. So we're moving on. Knockout City, number six. Tied. A three-way tie at spot three, four, and five. This is we crazy. Psychonauts 2 with 13 points. We uh-huh. have Returnal with 13 points. Okay. And we have Inscription with 13 wow. points. Three points. Absolutely heavy hitters coming in at uh you know at you know tying for the third spot on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh So this is tough, man, because it's not like we both have one specific thing we want to fight for. We've we ranked all of them at different at different points. Um, yeah, I will did. say this. I will say this. Psychonauts two came in. At my game of the year, it was number one. It was number one on my list. It was number ten on your list. So I was able to get it, you know, get it up into this top three spot here. Returnal was number eight on my list. It was number three on your list, and we have Inscription, which was number seven on my list and number four on your list. So they all ended up tying. Hold on. Flora's biting the hell out of my toes. Come
0: on, Flora. We th- Let Flora, the grown men. We've got discussions. we got discussions here that we're trying to talk about. Game of the Year.
1: Come on. Come on. So This is what I'll start off with. because Really, I'm only mm-hmm. out here to, to fight for Psychonauts 2. It was my number one game of the year, so I don't mm-hmm. really give a damn where these other two fall. Um, Psychonauts 2, I felt, was the complete package for this year. Um It was, I don't know if you want to consider a triple A or a double A, but definitely hit around that, that space. It was a compelling story from start to finish, like the the whole story with Raz and the the former spies and the current interns and all of that stuff was super exciting. The level design was incredible. Every mind you went into brought something different, brought some like interesting kind of platforming mechanic and an interesting take into the game. Uh, it dealt with mental health. Like it actually had messages in the storytelling and, and kind of had a good family friendly message while also having some, you know, secret adult jokes in the, in the game as well. Um, and I just think that overall, all the abilities were fun. Like some of the boss fights were fun. Uh, and at the end of the day, I just had a fantastic time from start to finish. I love the writing. I thought it was super funny um, and I had a good, good time the whole way through um so that's why i'm giving psychonas two my game of the year that's why i think it should at least come in at number three Okay. Right. you know what you know
0: what i'm gonna go ahead and i'm i'm not even gonna put my dukes up on this one bro i think Let's go. I, I, I can i'm 100 sold i think you put up a great argument here uh and honestly i think it's a shame that i even put Psychonauts so low down. I, I think, think so, too. I, I was... I feel like at that... I, I think I only put... Spent, like, I don't know, like, ten minutes thinking about Game of the Year, so that... For some games, I'm sorry. You may have been snug on my <laughs> list, uh, simply because I forgot. So, I think Psychonauts 2 definitely, uh, at the very least, deserves that number three spot. Um, and then, my opinion, I think it goes Returnal in Description. But, I don't know. You yeah. may feel uh, otherwise, or you may not care.
1: Yeah, so... I will say inscription is I, I'd say retold inscription as well, primarily because, like I said, I already talked about it. Inscription didn't have me like I was really, 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 really sold in Act One, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and I was really, really sold at other parts of the game too. Especially at the end, there are some cool things it does. But I just think in the middle, there was a point where I was like, "Oh, okay, I see what we're doing. This is kind of annoying, you know. It's, it's taking me a little longer than I don't like. It's not as fun as the first part." Um, right, and it kind of took me some time to get back up to speed and I wasn't always sold with the gameplay mechanics. So, um, that's why, you know, although inscription does s- certain things incredibly, it has some crazy, awesome surprises and, and just des- decisions that, you know, Daniel Mullins decided to put in the game. Um, I think that sends it up way higher than it, you know, it would have been otherwise, but yeah, I don't know. I think just the, the fun factor in the middle section didn't fully get me. Gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. And I haven't finished Returnal, but I'm having a good time. Uh, but, damn, it is a slog. Like, once you finish a run and you, I don't know, personally, once I finish a run, I feel like I got to take a break. Because I'm like, man, I just went on a long journey and I'm not ready to climb that mountain again with with nothing really to show for it. So, um, got gotcha. you it's good it's just not it wasn't energizing me the whole way through so okay um what do we got bro what are, what are, we're at the top two we're done i mean we're done oh, we're there's done no more ties okay there's no okay. more ties we have two more i think we i know what more. we're gonna get we have number two at death Deathloop, Deathloop yeah. came in at number two and at number one All right. At number one, we have It Takes Two coming in as the player player game of the year. It was your number two. It was my number two. And because of that, it easily took game of the year, whereas Deathloop was number five on your list. I think it was number three on my list. So it just missed. Actually, not even just it lost by six points. Wow. So that's the power of the number one ranking or the number two ranking, I should say. Um, so I think this is exciting, right? Even though Psychonauts Two is my game of the year, I now understand how the Game Awards might have ended up, how it did. Um, it takes two. We've talked about a lot, but it just has surprises around every corner. It, I okay. This is what I'll say about some games and some shows because I think I'm thinking, thinking about this a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and this will go a lot into like I think what happens next year or this year for game of the year as well. Like expectation plays a lot in your ultimate opinion on a game you play. If you go in with zero expectations, if you go in with low expectations and the game blows away your expectations, that game is going to be rated highly. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you, you know, have different expect, if you think it should be a 10 out of 10 and it's nine out of 10, still better than every other game this year, but a nine out of 10 doesn't live up to your expectations. I think you're going to rate it like it's a seven out of 10 or an eight out of 10. You know what I'm saying? Um, it takes two had no expectations for me and I'm pretty sure no expectations from anybody else until right up to the day it came out. Um, they created a fantastic journey for two people to go on with each other. Um, people that don't need to be super into video games, people that don't need to be super sweaty or, or whatever, or, or into a specific genre. It's just a fun ride, right? It's, it's like you're watching a movie with your, your best friend yeah, or, or your significant other, a great movie that's interactive. Like the game mechanics never slouch. The side stuff that you do, the mini games are always fun for the most part. Um, uh, and The game doesn't overstay its welcome. I think it's the perfect length. And when it ends, you're excited and you're happy to reflect on what you did. You know, It Takes Two completely deserves all the credit it got. And, it, you know, I I would say in terms of expectations, this game, except maybe inscription, this game, you know, blew people away in terms of expectations. So shout out to It Takes Two.
0: I don't think I could have said it any better myself. Um, just to add on to that Joseph Ferris my guy that I will never for the rest of my life ever forget those infamous words he said not fuck the Oscars but him saying that if you're bored playing this game he'll give you a thousand dollars or some shit like that I'm probably paraphrasing this I'll never forget that because that man really said that with his whole chest he put his whole chest out there and he was he was not wrong the game not is wrong. not, but you, you don't, they're not really, there are no boring parts of this game. And it's a, it is a truly special game. Um, honestly, I would like to go back and play it again at some point. Me in too. Time. Um, maybe not anytime soon, obviously, you know, with the with our backlogs of games oh, that we yeah. have. But, you know, I could see myself, you know, down the line being like, hey, I remember it, it takes two. It was a really fun time. Let me go ahead and uh, boot it up again, play it through with Angelique again. If that was something she wanted to do. Um, yeah, man great great game and well deserved at the top of the the player player charts uh
1: and then you know i did want to say something about deathloop cuz it's got our number 2 spot without mm-hmm. any fighting uh deathloop you know a lot of people i haven't seen deathloop end up being a game of the year a lot i think it was game of the year at uh game spot but you know it's not in the conversation as much as i would have expected i think it's not my game of the year almost solely because the ending kind of fell really, really flat for me. Um, Yeah, I see that. I think, for me, if the ending falls flat, that kind of invalidates a lot of the stuff you do in the game. And it's like, oh, well, I worked this hard and then I was rewarded with almost, you know, basically a half-assed ending or, or whatever, which is kind of a bummer. But that being said, I still think Deathloop is a fantastic game. I think Arcane really... something incredible with the way they designed this game like never before have we seen the style of game where you have several different locations that all change based off time of day and based off of your interactions with the other locations at other points in the day um the the way that night and you know all these different things affect your run through a game and you know Mm -hmm. having there be multiple layers of secrets in each level based off of like you know you learning more and more information i think arcane did what they do best in terms of you know creating some really really awesome level design and and making a great game around that um so i think you know they re- did something really crazy in terms of innovation which a lot of other games did not do this year um, and i think they totally deserve credit for that so shout out to Deathloop.
0: beautiful I don't have anything to say about that, too. It was great. Nice.
1: <laughs> also, ah, Flora. Get off my oh, toes. Oh, Flora. Come on. she's she ruining really, the finale. She's like, she's like, really? It takes two? Is that number one? <laughs> she <laughs> said, Knockout City got snubbed. I hear you, Flora. She Damn. didn't say that. She didn't I heard him say it, bro. Through the mic. I will say, second night 2 getting robbed out there in the media. That's why Player Player uh, yeah, Podcast really is <laughs> out here bringing the truth. Nobody's talking about. Psychonauts 2 is game of the year why that game was fantastic and people are like "Man, art style it looks like Cartoon Network like Ooh, how about you grow no up way people are actually you grow that? up people are, I was listening to uh uh kind of funny I think and people were like no nah, I just couldn't really get into the art style It's oh not for me." My I'm like God. y'all can't y'all can't take some Tim Burton-esque art style and and be happy with it Y'all like you yeah. what, know what's going on fun bro they what's going on a lot of fun psychonauts 2 you know besides guardians some of the best writing this year man like thanks it's super fun it's not lazy it's not corny it's not cheesy and also my last thing when have we gotten a great platformer that was not made by nintendo on like the consoles Mm-mm-mm. like we haven't gotten a 3d platformer that wasn't mario or something like that in forever and they knocked it out of the park with this one yes The combat at times can be a little, you know, monotonous or not perfect, but I honestly think the characters, the level design, you know, the writing, all of that stuff, the music is pretty good. I think all of that stuff, you know, definitely carries the game enough to be like a game of the year contender, in my opinion. I'm
0: still a little ashamed of myself for putting it so low. You're, yeah, I'm you're a part like, of the problem. I'm a part of, a of the problem. problem here. Sorry. Big sorry. media over here. Yeah, that's me. I'm Boo Boo the Clown. I'm Bozo the Clown. Sorry, uh, Double Fine. Uh, next, for y'all next game, I will promise to put it up a lot higher. Psychonauts yeah. 3, baby.
1: That being said, I'm very, very excited to see what the next Double Fine project is. Because I feel like it's going to be fire. It's I might be. go back and play some more Double Fine games this year. What are the Broken games do they have? Would, like oh, Broken, Broken Age, uh, Grim Fandango, I think. Oh, like that. So I don't know. I, I can't imagine they're too long. So I'm gonna have to go and give them a try. Okay. Um yeah, with that being said, one more run down our game of the year list. We have It Takes Two at number one, Death Loop at number two, Psychonauts three at number three, or Psychonauts two at number three, Returnal at number four, inscription at number five, knockout city at number yeah. six. Yeah, woo! death's door at number seven outer wilds echoes of the eye at number eight halo infinite at number nine ratchet and clank rift apart at number 10 guardians at number 11 little nightmares 2 at number 12 and forza horizon 5 at number 5 there it is the game of the year player player podcast ranking official you don't need to go to any other site for a ranking we're giving you the perfect list, all right. The perfect list.
0: Play these so ten games, or play these ten games. Know, play them maybe all.
1: Play play all thirteen. But really, the number ten, the first ten are, are really the best ones because that's how our list should work. Especially
0: number uh, six.
1: Number six. There, there might have been some miscalculations. We'll have to, we'll have to speak to the committee on that one because I don't know how that, how that, how that, one got in there. Um. But yeah, that's it, man. I'm very excited. I think, you know, in the coming episodes, it'll be exciting to do some predictions or kind of like, you know, look out into what 2022 is going to be. But until then, shout out to 2021. Like, I I think people say it was a weak year for games because we didn't have a AAA, you know, God of War, PlayStation title or whatever come out this year. But I think just judging by the list we got here, I think it was a pretty awesome year, especially when you consider... A lot of this stuff you could have just got off a Game Pass, um, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm hyped on 2021, and I I hope 2022 is even better. But there's no there's no guarantee to say it will be. Give me
0: Silk Song, bro, and then I'm I'm set I for mean, the year, bro.
1: If Silk Song, Horizon, and God of War all come out this year, and Starfield all come out this year, it will indeed be better than 2021. Facts. Facts. But there's no guarantee that all happens. Horizon might be boo boo next year or I guess Elden rings out. Yeah. I mean, there's no way there's no way that 2022 is not better than 2021, but we'll see. This, this is the last time we get to talk about 2021 on this podcast. So let's just rejoice in, in the great games we got last year. Hell yeah. With that guys, thank you for listening to player player game of the year special. We are, we appreciate you uh, coming on this ride for us, this extra long ride. Uh, we appreciate you listening to Player Player in general. If you enjoyed this episode specifically, please go rank it five stars on iTunes. Rate us five stars on iTunes or Spotify or your podcasting platform that you use. Please tell your friends about us. Please come back next week and see what we're talking about next week. Uh, if you want future updates about you know giveaways or episodes or you want to submit a question for us to cover, uh, visit PlayerPlayerPod.com. All our information is there, or you can follow us on social media at Player Player Pod. Big shout out, as always, to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at The Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as The Hoop Man. You can find my co host, Arsene here as PaxArseneca on Twitter and Twitch, or ArseneLockBut on Instagram. Until next time, guys, keep gaming. Make sure you play these games specifically.
0: Keep on gaming.